Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. It's not another Buffalo podcast. The bi-weekly show hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal with John. All you people out there who are like, these idiots don't know anything. First of all, you're right. And second of all, Pat. I didn't think that the Vikings would get a W last week being 6-1, and one, which was also Josh Allen's coin flip record from the year 2021. And Rando. We have this trust built on, you know, whatever it is, like Bibles and gold bricks and whatever Brandon Bean's drinking over there. On Buffalo Rumbles. All right, welcome back to Not Another Buffalo Podcast. I'm John. I'm here with my buddies, Pat and Brando. Still here on a Monday evening doing our game picks because we got Pat on the line as a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff at Not Buff Podcast. Gentlemen, we got some good games on the slate and we've got some not so good games on the slate here. I'm not going to lie. There wasn't a lot of close spreads on this one. So we're going to be picking some cross-conference matchups and things like that. We do, we do have, I mean, we have a London game for the Bills. That's probably the best game we'll pick on this spread. Anyway, I tried to pick some interesting ones. Hopefully we don't pick the same across the board. And the other problem that we're dealing with right now is that Monday Night Football is still going on, and that was on last week's slate. So to recap as best as I can for last week's game picks, we all picked Jacksonville. I picked Baltimore. You guys picked Cleveland. Baltimore mm. won that one. We Sorry. all had Denver minus three and a half, which if the Denver Broncos had scored a single more point, we would have won, but we didn't. Cincinnati at Tennessee. Cincinnati obviously lost by a lot, so we were all wrong on that pick. Pat, you didn't send me a pick for Cincinnati at Tennessee. You sent me five game picks, so oh. I didn't realize that until I a, just put it in the it was, spreadsheet. It was a given. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can we trust that you were going to pick Tennessee yes. here? Yes. Yeah, I give you Tennessee is on the docket. There's the a 99 percent chance I will pick them, unless they're playing. Even if they are playing the Chiefs, I'd probably still pick them. <laughs> John, did you finish uh, that Pepsi? No, no, I still got. Oh. I've been drinking water here. <laughs> I was gonna say that your glass looks empty now. I was, I was thinking about it, but I mean, uh, I don't know. I feel uh, like that, that, that could leave, I can see the orange. That could the leave some, some. Uh, that could lead to some stomach problems for sure. Like if I'm going to have some hot sauce, you got to have some carbs with it. You know, yeah. got to have some, some chicken with it balances it out. So you're not just drinking hot sauce. Uh, next game on the slate from last week is the game that's going on right now. So we'll see how that turns out. We all have Seattle in that. And then Pat picked Miami to cover the spread, but Brandon and I got the Buffalo pick, right? So that puts us at, let's see, I got to update Pat's with this new pick in here. So you guys were both two and three and I was two in, or I was three and two. So, Brando, since we picked the same for the Seattle game, it looks like no matter what, we're going to come out of this week tied once again. So, yeah. All right, let's 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 get into these picks from this week. Time for the guys to pick their picks in the Pick 6 Pick'ems. 
First off, we got Baltimore going into Pittsburgh. Baltimore is four and a half point favorites. How are you guys feeling about this one? Pittsburgh had a rough one. Also fun stat I just wanted to share here. Kenny Pickett is a worse rated quarterback than Zach Wilson at this point right now, yep. according to most statistics, which is, which is pretty funny. Bone bruise in his knee. So give me the Ravens Oof. by more than four or by more than five. Whatever. Give me a, give me a touchdown. Whatever. They're going to win this game. Yeah. Pat, what about you? Yeah, give me the Ravens. They should be they should be four now, barring a horrendous overtime call against the Colts. Or nice. Justin Tucker could kick a freaking field goal. <laughs> Don't get me started, Pat. We did we did this last week. Justin Tucker, Mr. I kick 66 yarders with my eyes closed. The automatic best kicker in history. Can't kick a freaking 58 yard field goal to win a game. What was it you needed that kick for? Was it your uh my, your picks? My or? bet, my pick. I have Justin Tucker on my fantasy team. You name it. Oh, it it yep. burned me. That'll do it. That'll do it. Always, always a story behind those. Uh, next up, we have Cincinnati going into Arizona. <laughs> two, uh, two quality teams right here. Well, Cincinnati usually good, but having a rough year. This one might be a little bit harder to pick. Pat, do you want to go first on this one? Cincinnati's three point favorites in yeah, Arizona. Yeah, I'll take them. I think Josh Dobbs is. Are you Arizona? Player. No, Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati. Okay. Yeah. You know they beat they beat Mike Seniors Cowboys, but you know. What are you going to do? I don't know who to take. Yeah, Brenda, what do you think about this one? I don't know. I don't know. Well, heads or tails? Uh, yeah, I'll flip a coin on there. I went back and forth on this. I just... The Bengals look like a shell of themselves this year. Like, it just doesn't look good. And it's not like they're missing a ton of players. I mean, Joe, Joe Burrow doesn't look like himself, but you'd think that they'd be able to muster a little bit of offense against... Tennessee of all teams who, you know, is not having, they're not a great defense by no, any stretch of the imagination. Quarterback play. <laughs> by who? <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I, I'm going to have to go Cincinnati here. I think they get another bounce back kind of ugly-ish win like they did against, what was it, the Rams the week before. So yeah. I'll, I'll go Cincinnati even with the points there, which scares me with the points. But Brenda, what are you thinking? What's the points? How many is it? Three. All right, ready? Heads is uh, Bengals, tails is Cardinals. Cardinals. All right. Cardinals. All right, Arizona. Go Bears. By the way, folks, this is how Brandon makes his Brando's <laughs> bets, too. He flips a coin <laughs> to see which props will take. I wish. Oftentimes more accurate than financial advice. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Hey, it, it, we're two and two in Brando's bets right now. So uh, that that sounds like a coin flip record. Should, right we should have done Calvin Ridley touchdown instead of over his yards. Touch touchdown bets are tough, man. Yeah. I haven't. Even, I was good at those last year. I'm not even trying them this year. I yeah. did like week one, and that was it. And I'm like, nah. All right. Next up on the docket, we have Kansas City going into Minnesota. Kansas City is five and a half point favorites in this one. I can go first in this one. I'm I'm going to take those five and a half points. I think it'll be more. Kansas City looked weird against the Jets, but that's not a team that's going to look like they struggled two weeks in a row. Usually they have a bounce back week. And um, so you're taking the points and Minnesota? No, no, no. I'm taking Kansas City minus five and a half. I'm saying I would take more points than five and a half. I know this is this is this easily sounds like a 10 point win to me. But then again, who knows? Vikings are desperate for a win. Did they win this past week? Yes. They did? Okay. They were facing another, yet another Carolina. 0 for team, right? They beat yeah. Carolina? Okay. So I got Kansas City there. Uh, Brandon, what about you? I'll roll with you, Kansas City. I think the 
Chiefs look weird because the Jets are good at defense, just like the Bills looked weird. So, yeah, Kirk Cousins. Sorry, buddy. Pat, what about you? Big uh, Justin Jefferson stand, right? Well, he he does me well in my fantasy league. I mean, I think Kirk Cousins will probably go like 29 for 30 with four touchdowns and 400 yards and still not cover the spread or win. Um, So, (laughs) yeah, I'll, I'll take the Chiefs, unfortunately. All right, Kansas City across the board for us there. Oh, you Next know what up, I was going to ask you, though, oh, regarding sure, that game ahead. is because they lost to a non-conference opponent, does that rank them higher than any other AFC team? Because the Dolphins have lost to a division opponent. We've lost to a division opponent. The Ravens have lost to a division opponent. Probably. I've, it's weird because it's almost like you have to come at it from the other direction, right? Because it's like you look at the tiebreakers and first one is head to head, right? Second one is like division record, maybe. And then the next one is conference record, or maybe those two are switched. I think it's for a division tiebreaker, like who wins the division, division record is first. But maybe for conference seating, the conference record is first before division record, I think. So it's almost like it doesn't affect it. Like obviously the loss counts as a loss, but you know, does it count less than a conference loss? I guess it's just probably a part of the tiebreaker equation. That's that's my best answer for that. But maybe we'll have to look at that after the episode. Uh, next up on the docket, we have Philly going into L.A. to play the Rams at SoFi. Brendan, you want to go first on this one? Philly is favored by four. Yes, and I want to talk about my guy, Matt Stafford. He's a baller. If anybody saw the last drive of the game where he led his team to a game-winning touchdown drive on a bum ankle, the dude could barely walk. They call it a hip contusion, I guess. Sean oh, they call him vintage. Did they? Did, I believe Sean McVay called vintage. him vintage, which vintage. would mean something that's past its prime, correct? In order to be vintage, what um, is prime for a quarterback no. now these days? Like thirty-eight. <laughs> Who knows? It, it just reminisced of those days in Detroit when he had a separated shoulder and he had to come in and he's like he throws the game winner and then he's like it's out. Don't hug me. It's out. And they win the game and I bought his jersey right after that game. So I'm still gonna pick against him, but. <laughs> <laughs> all that all that lead up for that no you know what? I'll, I'll ride with my guy give me matty ice matt stafford eagles are gonna be the uh no longer undefeated team they look wacky man they look wonky wacky i don't know aj brown matt stafford maybe through the rams <laughs> pat how are you how are you feeling about this matchup well i mean it's a league of parody so i, I don't want to say whatever, if A, then B, and if the Eagles barely beat the Commanders, then whatever, X, Y, Z result. But I think they get their first loss. Wow. Jeez, I thought I was spicy because I had the Rams written down for this one. I mostly like it because of the points. I mean, I think that this this could be a close game. And, you know, when it's a close game, give me four points either way. Uh, I like that. The one thing that would sway me, though, is you said Matt Stafford had some kind of hip contusion. Yeah. Is uh, is that going to affect his game status for this game? Do we know McVay, that yet? McVay said 49 minutes ago that he should be good to go. Okay, cool. So, All right, so I'll, I'll roll with the Rams for that one. Uh, next up, this is Sunday Night Football. This is actually probably the only other good game on the slate here. We have Dallas going into San Francisco, two of what we think are the NFC powerhouses. Pat, you 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 watch quite a bit of cowboy games in the four o'clock window. How are yes. how are you feeling about this matchup? Oh, whatever you know, free TV feeds <laughs> me down your throat, man. But um, 
give me Brock Purdy and those Iowa State Cyclones. I have to. <laughs> I like you, you know how I feel about Kyle Shan. I'm a fan, so except yeah. and I, I feel like I should I should revoke my CMC statement. Um, it's out there forever. But. <laughs> well, that was like two years ago, right? That wasn't even yeah. like last year. Yeah, I mean, he was coming off an ACL at that point or something, right? Yeah. But not give me the Niners. What about you, Brando? What do you think, dog? I, I'm going to roll with you too, Niners. Micah Parsons is not going to get to Brock Purdy if he gets the ball out quick and or if Christian McCaffrey just runs it down your throat. But the defense is too good. And the way that Dallas turns the ball over to give the turnovers to a good team like the Niners, it's not going to work for me. So give me Dallas uh, to lose, Niners to win. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I feel the What's same the way. Uh, three and a half points. Yeah. So I, I, it's just close enough. If it was any more than that, I might think about taking Dallas in the points, but uh, San Francisco minus 3.5, I'm comfortable with that as well. And then we have the game of the week for us. Buffalo is at Jacksonville, technically. This game is in London. Set your alarms. Set your fantasy lineup, Pat. Uh, it's going to be an early one. There won't be a Toy Story simulcast for this one. Did you guys see any of that? We don't get to see, see Toy Story, Josh. I don't, I don't think we do. I mean, I haven't seen it advertised. Maybe they will. Wait, but, what? Toy Story sign? What? You didn't see this, Pat? Who, who the fuck this is that? why. This is cool about Pat. I love. <laughs> I love having Pat on. Like this Toy Story broadcast thing. Disney bought the rights, right? So they stream these games for kids and well, on. Disney, Disney owns Plus. ESPN, right? ESPN, yes. ABC, they're all Disney plot properties. Oh, so they're, they're going so, to ruin sports commentary forever because they won't let Pat McAfee say the F word. But, um, <laughs> yes. So there's, there's a Toy Story. But anyway, no, it's sorry. computer animated. It's in Andy's room. Basically, all the players, you know, you got they're all on Andy's carpet, right? And they're somehow using live technology to so that the animated players in Andy's room do the same thing. And you've got like Slinky on the sidelines, who's the chain, who's backing his butt up with a for a penalty, which is really funny. And uh, they've got Booger commentating. They have computer animated Booger. You know, they didn't put him in the Booger mobile on the sideline in Andy's room. Thank God. Cause that probably would have ruined sidelines for everybody, but it was, it was beyond the technical difficulties. I just had it on Sunday morning on Disney plus cause, and I was actually only watching on Disney plus because I couldn't remember Brandon's ESPN plus login to watch. Oh, man, the real it hasn't feed. changed. It hasn't changed. I, I've been trying it. It hasn't been working. So we'll have to really? talk about that afterwards, but oh, okay, we will. Yeah. yeah. Um, Pat, it makes no sense, but you should just look it up. Cause I was super confused. Andy's room. Like how the hell is this happening in Andy's room? Like, Marvin's room. Great Drake song. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I, oh man, you know what? Come on kids. I mean, I guess I understand the, the, the Nickelodeon game per se, because the game is actually being played by real people in front of you. There's just a little slime and you give the MVP to obviously someone who is undeserving of it. But, um, <laughs> it's kind of oh like watching God. an old school Madden game mixed with like backyard football game, the way that the players are. But why wouldn't yeah. you just want to watch the real game? That's like, that's uh, capitalism well, at its worst. It's, 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 it's just not designed for us, right? It's designed for kids who don't know anything about football to learn about football. Yeah. yeah but so if, if you didn't know listen, anything so they, about football and you wanted to learn about football, why wouldn't you just watch a football game? Because <laughs> why would you do that when you could watch Buzz Lightyear and Woody? Man, if you loved Buzz Lightyear like John and I did or Toy Story like we did back in the day, I'm watching True statement. This. I'm True watching statement. it 100% for probably age like 6 to 12. I'm probably watching the Toy Story broadcast. Pat, well, so if is nothing Derek else, Carr going to be in there? Derek Carr. 
right. Yeah, he looks like Sid, the evil yeah, neighbor. Yeah, that's yeah, so yeah, funny. Yeah, that's funny. Uh-huh. That's hilarious. Yeah. Pat, if nothing else, just check out the memes on Twitter. It's it's pretty good. So there will uh, be like Toy Story, CGI, Pixar versions of every player. Yes. Yes. Well, it's like they they all look the same. They look like little bobbleheads, basically. Yeah. Also, but, not to totally circle back, but Pat McAfee, did you see what happened to him on college game day? Well, he got food poisoning or whatever. Yeah. And he Some people puking. say he drank too much, but he, well, maybe he was hungover. Uh, either way, he was puking between segments and finishes that's the so segment. That's so funny. Yeah. That's, uh, that's like Michael Jordan flu game, the modern yeah. version of that. Yeah. So yeah. funny. A little less epic though, huh? Not Did he throw time. up on the broadcast at all or was he just running off stage? He's on commercial. <laughs> he's like puking during the commercial and then came back. Hey, yeah. he's doing the Josh Allen pregame ritual there. So yeah. it's got it down. So how are we feeling about this? uh, (laughs) (laughs) Great transition. Buffalo for Brando. How are you feeling about this point spread? You going to do the cynical Pat bills not to cover? No, no bills to win. I'm just trying to think of the last time we won in London. I feel like it's been a long time. I all I think about is that EJ manual game in London. And then we had another dud in London. That was the the worst game I think I've ever watched. Was the last, was the last game they played in London against the Jags with Rex? I think so. Yes. Yeah, that would that was the last one when when we were in college, right? Yep, it would have been that long ago. Worst game ever, 2015. Yeah, it was, is your Rex gets fired? Gotcha. All right, well, I'm taking Buffalo here as if there was any doubt, but uh, that'll be an entertaining one. Anyone who's going are, are the Jaguars in London two weeks in a row? Am I tweaking yes. out right now? No, they are. I think it's no, a they are. advantage. It's probably yeah. why the line's only five and a half. Yeah, I mean, it might be an advantage. Of- I mean, you could also think of it the other way too. If you're like if you're international for two weeks and you're working during that time, I mean, I guess they're probably having a good time, right? Like they're going out afterwards, but you might miss your family a little bit. You know, you're not sleeping they in bring your, them? your bone bed for two weeks. I don't know if they brought their family. That's a good question. I would assume. I mean, that would Mr. make H sense. Mr. H wouldn't like that because they'd be missing assignments, but, um, <laughs> Oh man, I had a kid go to Australia for like a month last year, which was super cool. I'd be like, bring me with you, man. I'll tutor. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, tutor, I'll tutor on site. You tell me where you got, Oh, you gotta go to Hawaii. Yeah. Man. The one kid I have, he goes to, uh, where did he go? He went to Egypt last year and I was like, he was one of my kindergartners that I had. And now he's in second grade. It's cool. These, these kids are cultured, but carry on anyways. Anyway, well, that's our game picks for this week. Um, all you people in London have fun watching the game. Sad. We won't be there with you. Anyway, Brandon and I will be back on Friday to do Brando's bets, try to bounce back from a two and two start and <laughs> oh and two last two weeks, but I think we can get back two on, and on the horse, first two right? weeks. So let's not, let's, let's not, yeah, that's true. like a little, little, uh, you know, Pepsi glass half full here with but, hot sauce. Yeah. Half of it is hot sauce. The last two weeks has been the hot sauce of that, but yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. Pat, thanks for hopping on with us and uh, we'll be Absolutely right back boys. after this. Stay up. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey. 
instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Uh, just a little update on our game picks here. The Monday night game was played since Brando and I are sitting here on Wednesday night now taping Brando's bets here. Uh, Seattle did win, so that was a win for all three of us. So to tally up our picks for last week, Pat went 3-3, three and three, I went 4-2, and two, and Brandon went 3-3, three and three, which brings our overall records to Pat at 9-15, and 15, me at 13-11, and 11, and Brandon tied at 13-11. and 11. So uh, okay, some critical picks going into this week. We picked yes. the same across the board, except for the swing game is uh, Cincinnati, Arizona. Go Cards, so, baby. That'll be yeah. interesting to watch that one. But All right, you, got some, a, uh, you got some good bets cooked up for us? Yeah, here? I have a question for you, though. Sure. The way that Brian Dable is looking with Daniel Jones, and if they keep this performances up, obviously it's not brian dable's fault and i think this would be stupid and i don't think there's any way that it would happen but what are the odds brian dable loses his job zero this year i mean he gets a chance at get drafting his own guy right he gets a chance at like yeah he doesn't I, have to I, say i would, I would put it at abs- absolutely zero you bought yourself two years uh, additional like this year and le- next year at least when you went into the playoffs and won a game like that was even more he, than you know sean mcdermott yeah. did with the bills well you have more i think you have more than that even because adam shen the GM for the Giants is Brian Dable's guy, right? They were in Buffalo together. Right. And he's not going to fire Dable, right? It's like Brandon Bean. Is Brandon Bean going to fire Sean McDermott ever? You know, Sean McDermott was there before Brandon Bean was. Right. So who knows? But in a dream situation, I'm sorry, Brian Dable, you get fired, but you come back home to your hometown. <laughs> and you can oh, man. be it's- a co-offensive, a co-head coach with Sean McDermott, be the first guy well, in the league. It's funny how just, you know, results here and there can shift your opinion drastically. I mean, how much differently were we talking at the end of last year when the bills had offensive struggles and we're blaming Ken Dorsey yeah. and the giants are getting all this out of, you know, Daniel Jones and Isaiah Hodgins and they're winning a playoff game. Yeah. Like, you know, we're like, Oh man, Brian Dable was really the genius. I don't know if this bill's offense is ever going to be the same. And it's like, no, it can be the big difference is Josh Allen here. They can still put up historically good, EPA per play and stuff like that. And even better than some of the Brian Dable years. Yeah. So, and I mean, uh, I think we've seen Dorsey really turn a corner here with his yeah. play design and his play calling. And he has his full tool chest and he's taking advantage of it, but yeah, it's the art of the rhythm of play calling. I feel like too, it's not just being prepared, but it's like the rhythm, how you set things yeah. up, seeing yeah. those interest sees, Okay. That guy played this this way. So mm-hmm. we should be able to get him. Yeah, going doing this if we do this, you know, it's fascinating. Stuff, so I just find yeah. play calling fascinating. We always yeah. have, you know, that's that's brilliant. It's and Kyle Shanahan. You ever watch the Play Callers podcast? No, I haven't. It? It's uh, it? all the coaches get together and they talk. Oh, it's that's really good. Cool. Yeah, 
it's really good. Kyle Shanahan's on it a lot and definitely worth a listen. But yeah, I'll have to check that out. Yes. So, anyways, go Cardinals and uh, let's go Brandon's bets, baby. Time for Brando's bets. Advice, please gamble responsibly. All right, we are on the Schneid right now. Two and two. Calvin Ridley did score a touchdown. So there was a little bit of a revenge game there, but he only caught two balls for what, 40 yards, 38 yards, and a touchdown. So quite disappointing, even though the Jags did get the win. But this week, I'm going to stick with the Jags and the Bills, but it's not going to be with the Jags. I'm going to stick with that game. And I'm not touching Calvin Ridley. Because this Bills defense is outstanding, right? Whether you got Hoyer in or out, we'll see. But it doesn't really matter. We smother quarterbacks. And Trevor Lawrence, get ready, better get ready for that pillow over your face, buddy. So anyways, not to be violent. My brand of bets this week. I am looking at DraftKings. And I love the alternate totals, right? Whether it was alternate team totals, team point totals, alternate receptions. So this is a, is a two leg parlay gets your odds to minus minus one ten, and it's over 37 total. So 37 total points between the two teams and Dalton Kincaid again, over two and a half receptions. John, I know we've been big on the Dalton Kincaid stat lines before games, whether we are talking about total yards or total receptions, the yards haven't really been there, but the, the targets are there. And the receptions are there. He was the second most targeted player last week. And I think you're going to see four receptions on five targets last week. He's cleared two and a half receptions, three out of four times with four receptions, five receptions, two receptions when he didn't clear and four receptions. And that two receptions game would have been what against Washington. Washington. Yeah. And that was only on two targets. So he is, he is efficient with his targets. So I think you might need him a little bit more. You know, you think the Dolphins kind of pushed the Bills offensively, right? They the, allowed the Bills to stay on the gas, right? When, you, when you're playing a good team where they can score at will and Trevor Lawrence, whether or not they've shown that they have the capabilities of doing that or not, but they have the weapons to be able to do that. So I think the Bills will stay on the gas here. And the way that they've been so balanced, Kincaid's going to be in the mix, right? whether he gets a red zone touchdown target or not to get his first NFL touchdown. I don't hate that either, but he's going to, he's due, right? He's due. Might as well show the Europeans who we got in the draft. But for now, two and a half receptions over for Dalton Kincaid over 37 total points in the game comes out to minus minus one ten. That's Brandon's better of the week. Trying to get off this two game losing streak to get to three and two on the season. What do you think? What 37 points total? How do we, how do we split that up? What, what kind of game record do we have? I said it earlier. Uh, I said, I'm I thinking say, 14, like 37 20? points for the bills and zero for the Jags. Does that oh, seem fair? Uh, just kidding. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, let's say the Jags score two touchdowns, like, you know, maybe, all right, okay, let's put him at 17 points. You know, one touchdown, a field goal, and a garbage time touchdown. You know, this is very assuming here. You know, and that puts the Bills at only needing to score 20 at that point. Yeah. So I, I like that, however you split 20. it up. Uh, well, I guess the well, Jets game. The Jets, yeah, yeah not that yeah. long ago. 
Um, <laughs> 16 points for them that week. Also, I know you said you didn't like the yards, but Dalton Kincaid has cleared that 25 yard mark three out of four times, which is the same clip as he's cleared the targets. So yeah. Okay. He's gone for 26, 43, three on the two receptions against the commanders, just three yards there. Uh, but I think they, they quickly erased the, uh, the leak out throws to him and they're throwing more, you know, down the seam for him now. And then 27 (laughs) against Miami. Okay. On four receptions. I, I guess I don't hate it. I, the Bills are just so diverse on offense. It's not like Diggs. Like, Diggs is going to get his yards every time. Davis yeah. is a wild card. Shakir is getting targets. Knox is getting targets. Everybody's getting targets, and who knows? I mean, James Cook has been pretty reliable for total yardage, but nobody here is going to be consistently a go-to number two target you're just going to platoon this guy depending on the matchups all right we kind of looked in jacksonville's defense a little bit i don't even know who their linebackers are they just have josh allen who is also picked seventh overall just like our josh allen our josh allen is better but their josh allen is no slouch right he had a sack strip fumble recovery last time we played him um so yeah i don't want to i don't want to dive into that game there should be pictures of urban meyer all over the locker room this week yeah so uh but yeah no revenge game like you said, um, we were we were talking about yards there. I don't know what his actual under over is for yards. I don't have it pulled up in front of me. Twenty five would be an alternate total for yards, and so that's going to be super negative money there. But yeah, like you said, I like over two and a half receptions is his line at negative one sixty six. That's not an alternate. Like you said, that is 26. better than. Sorry, twenty six yeah, and a half. Twenty six and a half. Oh, mm-hmm. that's his actual line. Yep. Okay. And it's at minus. I, I thought it was. I thought it would have been higher than that, and I would have said that's probably not a good bet, like you said. Minus one twenty-five. Minus one twenty-five. I mean, if he has, you know, four or five receptions, he could clear that easily. But I think it's easier for him to get to three receptions than it is for him to get to twenty-seven yards. Yeah, definitely. With those little five-yard outs, four-yard out. Let's see what happens if we parlay. 26. That was actually. That seems to be how they've been using him recently. Early yeah. on, it was like those. And this is a scheme thing, obviously, dependent on the defense, but they were getting him on those seam routes for 10, 11 yards here and there. Recently, it's been those timing plays where Josh is getting the ball out quick. So expect to see a couple of those because he presents a good matchup from the slot there. He's got the size and the length to the reach to the sideline, but he's also got you know more quickness than other tight ends. So yep. I like that. Three now, I want to say, sorry to cut you off there, John. Oh, you're good. Um, I want to say this is interesting. So if you take Dalton Kincaid receiving yards at over 26 and a half on DraftKings, you get it at minus 125. And if you take the Dalton Kincaid alternate receiving yards at 25 plus, it's minus 150. Yeah. So the odds are just a little bit lower for I, that's a big chunk, I think. I feel like, what is that, 25 points? I don't know. It's not that big. But if you parlay... Over two and a half receptions and over 26 and a half yards, it comes out to be plus 112. I think if you do the alternate 25 plus and then the over two and a half receptions, um, it ends up right at plus 100, yeah. right? You're right, so, even bet. So nice, even odds there. Let me make $12 on a $100 bet. Right. <laughs> extra one and a half yards. He, he yeah. just gets stuck at 26. Like he doesn't get the extra half yard. <laughs> That'd be brutal. Could happen. Bad. But, We've had worse beats over the years. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, we yeah, have. For sure. All right. Well, that's Brando's bets. Brandon, if you want to recap that really quick. Yes, sir. We got so the I can write it down. Total over 37. Dalton Kincaid over two and a half receptions, baby. 
I mean, we talked about it a little bit too. Other other cool lines. We like the Ravens, right? We love the Ravens line. Minus, you know, the they're playing the Steelers. They are yeah. minus four. Yeah, believe Steelers so. are not within four points of this Ravens team. I think. No. Yeah, that's a good one. We also we picked that in our game picks, and we all picked Baltimore across the board yeah. minus yeah. four and a half. I so yeah. I like that. Kansas City and Minnesota. Kansas City minus five and a half. You know, Kansas City money line might not be a bad bet there, even though yeah. it'd be super negative. Okay, I'm but. in a dilemma. Sorry, John. Last thing to talk about here. Finley, my niece, her first birthday party's on Sunday. Ooh. 12 o'clock party start. Well, that's perfect. You, you get the game out of the way before that, right? I think the game ends in, in three hours, right? Yeah, so give it, yeah, give it three hours. So it starts at what, 9.30 Eastern? Yeah. Oh, so you're looking at 12.30. And then I'm looking at a drive to Rochester. Oh, that's <laughs> a I'm looking at this baby drive. takes a nap at 2 p.m. Oh, all right. So, well, you're going to be listening in the car. You might need to get one of those uh, secret earpieces so you can get Chris Brown in your ear for the it's day. It's not even a, it's not a secret. I made it known that I'm going to watch the full game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can... I mean, it is your sister. You could show up and promise to help and then just have the TV on while you're there. So you show up early. Like I have, I have a mixing gig on Sunday morning, so I'm going to be showing up there early. So I'm not driving during the game. Okay. I guess I could be a good family member. Yeah. I mean, if you get, you get there like a half hour before the game, help out a little bit and then grab a bowl of Cheetos and sit down in front of the TV. like, you know. Yeah, I mean, they're doing it at like some banquet hall. They're doing the whole thing. It's like under oh, the sea. Geez. Oh, yeah, it's man. Are they going to have a TV there? Great question. So these are, these hey, are the I'm, variables that I'm not sure about. Yeah, you got to plan ahead. And uh, yeah, like, you know, if you want to top it off, just bring mimosas. So we'll see how that goes. But that's a little bit of a scheduling dilemma on Sunday. Well, but good luck, good cute, sir. So she's lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if it was a home game, you'd have to work. So just uh, yes. remember yes. that. Yes, yes. But, and they only turn one once. <laughs> you mean 12 months? Don't we talk in months up until age three now? Well, God. actually, it's 365 days. Oh, okay. All right. So we, uh, really, I've heard people talk about like 18 months and stuff like that. Stop. Your baby's one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. But anyway, all right. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week on Wednesday. Obviously, we'll be watching the game. Remember to set your alarms. It's early. Yep. Don't miss it. Don't sleep set in your on Sunday. Saturday. Yes. Set your lineups early because there's a lot of Bills fantasy players out there. A lot of Jags fantasy players as well. So yeah, uh, I'm big. I got a lot of Jags. Actually, you should set your lineup Thursday. But yeah, somebody yeah. text Pat. Like somebody who has Pat's <laughs> number, text him because uh, he doesn't listen. To, like that's the one thing that <laughs> we've known since episode one. Pat has never listened to the podcast back <laughs> after the fact. Never, ever, ever. Not that's once. Funny. So funny, but. Anyway, uh, we'll be back Wednesday, like I said. Have fun watching the game. Everybody who's in London, have fun. Have fun. Have yeah. so much fun. So jealous. But next time. Next time. Yeah. We'll be there next time. For sure. All right. Until then, go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills.